Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. Enjoy today's message. Are you ready for the Bible today? I want to read a scripture to you. This is 2 Corinthians 2.9. It says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. I just love that about our God. He's got plans. He's got plans that include us. He's got plans for our future. He's got plans for our present. And while we may have a lot of twists and turns in life, God has plans for every single one of us. He always has a way forward. Let's take a moment and let's pray today. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to to hear your word today. I pray, Lord, that every person, God, who hears your message today, Lord, God, that it would produce great fruit, and Lord, that it will touch something that is specifically going on in their life today. And God, that it just be so obvious what you are saying to them. Lord, I pray for the empowerment of your spirit to share what's in your heart today. It's such a privilege, but I pray, God, that what's in your heart is what will be prov- uh, come through today. It's in your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. As I was uh, preparing today's message, um, I thought about this um, Dr. Seuss book, and you'll know why as I share the message with you. But the book that I thought about is uh, the one called Oh, the Places Will Go, um, <laughs> which I, I find ironic, of course, because a lot of us aren't going many places right now. But uh, I thought, you know, just for fun, let me share with you a couple great quotes from Dr. Seuss, Oh, the Places Will Go, because we're all looking forward to going some more places today. Oh, the places you'll go. You'll be on your way up. You'll be seeing great sights. You'll join the high flyers who soar to high heights. (laughs) Dr. Seuss just has such a great way with words. Here's another one. Kid, you'll move mountains. Today is your day. Your mountain is waiting, so get on your way. (laughs) A lot of us want to receive that as the word of the Lord and get on our way right now. You know, God, um, in the midst of all that's going on, he still has a lot of places for us to go. And uh, as I describe this to you in Scripture today, what I want to do is I want to talk to you about different types of shoes that he has for us in different circumstances in our lives. And, um, you know, I personally um, love a good pair of shoes. I know a lot of us do, right? When you find a good pair of shoes, and I don't don't know if there's anybody else out there who does what I do. If you find a really good pair of shoes, you'll keep buying them as long as they make them. I brought some uh, shoes to show you. These are... My um, my ratty old shoes, but they are my favorite shoes that I've ever owned. Um, and one of the reasons they're so they've been my favorite is because they are so versatile. Um, I have flown on many uh, planes with these, and they're my favorite travel shoe because I can travel with them and be comfortable. And then when I get to my destination, um, they're great for walking. They're great for day trips. They're great running shoe. Um, I pretty much will wear them any time except for on a Sunday morning because they're just that versatile. Unfortunately, I've worn them out so much that it's like walking on um, plywood now. But I think I bought two or three pairs of these. They don't make them anymore. But um, they're my ratty shoe with uh, holes running in them as well. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about four different types of shoes that um, God gives us to wear in different places in our lives. So the first uh, type of shoe that I want to talk to you about is your flea shoes. Now, I'm not talking about flee like fleeing a dog. I'm talking about flee like run. 
Exodus 12, verse 11 says this. This is how you're to eat it. It's talking about the Passover. With your cloak tucked in your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, eat in haste. It's the Lord's Passover. A lot of you joined us uh, this past Sunday for our communion. We did live communion on Zoom. It was so much fun to have so many uh, of our church family uh, join us. We're going to do it again next month. It was just so much fun. But I, I shared this scripture in Exodus 12, which was the original Passover. And when they had the original Passover, they were told to eat in a disposition of which they were ready to just leave. They were ready to flee. And the reason was is because when Passover came, it would be right after that that Pharaoh, wicked Pharaoh, would tell the, Egypt, the uh, Israelites, hey, get out of here. It's time for you to go. And the people of Israel would flee Egypt. And so they were supposed to have their sandals on. I'm going to call them our flea shoes, if you will, right? It was so that they would be ready to flee Egypt. They would be ready to flee bondage. They would be ready to leave slavery. They would be ready to flee their past. Um, these were their flea shoes, and they had to be ready to go. I wonder today, um, are, are there, is there an area in your life that God is ready for you to flee? He's ready to put your flea shoes on, and he's ready for you to go. It's time to just move on. Maybe, maybe there's a habit that's not healthy for you, and it's just time for it to end. Maybe there's a, a sin in your life or something that's just not right, it's, it's wrong, and it's just time for it to end. Maybe there's a, a relationship in your life that um, it's just not healthy, and you know God's calling you to end it or to change it, and it's just time to respond to him. I just want to encourage you to put your flea shoes on and, and go. Um, you, what's beautiful is that when God calls us to leave a situation, he gives us an exit plan. Now, most of the time, that exit plan is go. Go now and don't look back. But he also meets, that, meets us with a grace to do it. Whenever he calls us to do something, he empowers us to do it. So whatever it is that he's calling you to leave, whatever it is that he's calling you to move on from, there's a grace there to do it. But I want to encourage you to say, God, what is your plan? And let me just go. Don't think about it longer. Don't ponder it longer. Just say, you know what? I'm ready. Let's just go. Put on your flea shoes and go. Amen. Second pair of shoes that I want to talk to you about today is your moving shoes. In Joshua chapter 1, the people of Israel, after they had fled Egypt, they were ready to enter into the promised land in Joshua chapter 1. Now, it had taken them 40 years to get to this place, but they were ready and God was ready for them to move in to the promises that God had for them. In John chapter, or excuse me, Joshua 1 verse 3, it says this, I will give you every place you set your feet as I promised Moses. This is... A beautiful picture of God saying, listen, I'm taking you into the promises where your feet tread. I'm going to give to you. But, you know, it wasn't simply a place, a, a matter of just going into these places, but it was also a matter of faith and obedience. Each step of the way, God had a way he wanted his people to approach the promises that he was giving them. He had a, a strategy for them and they needed to obey the strategy, trust God in faith and see him provide miraculously for them. For them, 
I think in many of our lives, we have areas like this. Maybe it's financial, maybe it's relational, maybe it's professional or something going on in our family where we know God has something better for us and we want to enter into it. And like I said, God always has a strategy for us. He he always has a, a way that he has for us to approach it where we meet him with faith and obedience. I remember years ago when um, I was a private school teacher, I came to the end of that season and it was clear that it was time for me to move on. And I was looking for a job and I found a job in the corporate world and it was obvious that God had like given me real favor to give me this job. And I was really excited about this new season that I was going to move into. And as I was getting ready for it and getting ready for my first days, if you will, I remember having this perspective of, God, I am so humbled by what you've done here that I'm just going to you know, carry myself as your meek, humble servant in this place. And, um, and God kind of stopped me. He says, I don't want you to carry yourself that way. He says, I want you to put your shoulders back, your head up, and I want you to carry yourself in that place with confidence. And I remember thinking, Lord, that just seems really arrogant. I, is that really what you want to do? And it was funny, you know, trying to negotiate with God. It was, God was not trying to call me to arrogance. He wanted me to walk with confidence and with strength. Just like he told Joshua, be strong and courageous, you know, in entering into the land. And God was giving me that mandate. And I remember thinking that and I thought, you know, I know this is the Lord who's leading me to do this. So I'm going to respond and I'm going to carry myself the way that the Lord wants me to carry myself. And sure enough, God had a reason. And that reason was that he actually really wanted to bless me in that circumstance. And I got, I think it was two or three promotions within just a couple of years, one after another. And it was like that kind of favor that you're just like, God, you are so good. And for his plan to come to pass, he had a way that he wanted me to walk in that place. And I had to respond in faith and obedience. And I want to encourage you. There's some promises that God has for you to move into. I want to encourage you to obey what he's putting in your heart to obey. Maybe there's a scripture he wants you to stand on. Maybe there's something that he wants you to be praying and believing and trusting him for. Maybe there's a way that he wants you to walk into this promise. Just listen for him and have trust, have faith in him, and obey what he puts in your heart and move into the promises that he has for you. Put on those moving shoes and go for it. The third pair of shoes that I want to talk to you about today is no shoes at all. In John chapter 13, the disciples had come together with Jesus, and they were at the Last Supper. And Jesus would do a really curious thing right before going to the cross. It says in John 13, verse 4, So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist, and he... After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around them. Now, this was a, a real act of service. For Jesus, the teacher and the master, to now go to his disciples in his last hours, if you will, and to wash their feet, which would have been customary of, of somebody of a real low stature in the room would do. It was a real act of service. And, and Jesus was... Uh, being uh, a servant unto them in that last moment. And Peter had a real hard time with it. He was like, Lord, you don't wash my feet. I'll wash your feet. And, 
And Jesus is like, you've got to have me wash your feet or you've got nothing to do with me. And then Peter goes overboard. and He's like, well, then wash all of me. Jesus is like, you don't need that, Peter. But in this circumstance um, that the disciples were in, they had to allow Jesus to minister to them. You know, when we're following Jesus, we know that we are his followers. We know that he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And for some of us, we can find it difficult to actually stop, kick back, and let him take off our shoes and minister strength to us uh, to get the grime off of our life and you know some of the, the wear and tear from, from the miles, if you will. And it's something that God wants us to do, that he wants us to settle back, rest in him, and have our moments with him and let him minister strength and minister encouragement to us. From a practical standpoint, one of the ways that I find this, um, this happens best is in an atmosphere of worship where I'm honoring God and I'm worshiping God, but then I also take a moment to just rest in God and to listen to God. Let him speak and let him pour out. I like that saying that says, you know, we pour out our hearts to him and he pours out his heart into us. I just want to encourage you to let there be moments where God can pour his heart into you, where God can strengthen you, get the grime off of your feet, off of your life, and strengthen and encourage you so that you're ready to go the next day and you're ready to conquer what he has in front of you. So those are the no-shoes, if you will. The fourth pair of shoes is the go-shoes. In Matthew 28, verse 19, Jesus says to his disciples, Therefore, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. I think it's such good news that Jesus came, such good news that his motivation was that he loved us, such good news that Jesus wants to reconcile us to God, such good news that he would pay for our sins, that he would lay down his life and be resurrected again. It's really good news. And it's good news that he has asked us to go, to go and make disciples. So we got to put on our go shoes. Ephesians 6.15 says it this way. It says, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Now I got to tell you that the context of this scripture in Ephesians 6 is putting on the full armor of God. And in the midst of putting on the full armor of God, it says, have your feet fitted with the gospel of peace. Well, see, the gospel is something that you have to go somewhere to share. You've got to go to people, right? But the context of this, again, is this armor of God. And so you have the gospel of peace and basically warrior armor on at the same time. It's really kind of a really neat picture. You know, the, 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 um, the footwear of a Roman soldier back in that time would have, would have had these nails in them with, with, that would have acted like studs in their shoes and it would have helped them to grit the ground and to you know, be able to dig in. And you know, the reality is that when we are going with this gospel of peace, there's a real battle that's going on for people's souls. Um, the way scripture talks about it is we are calling people out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And there is this battle for the souls of people. And so 
we're in the midst of this battle. And we have these shoes that are fitted, if you will, for this battle. And yet what our feet are bringing is a gospel of peace, a gospel of freedom, a gospel that would bring people new life and bring them into a peace with God and a, a relationship with God. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Isaiah 52, verse 7 says, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation. When we put on our go shoes, it's a beautiful thing. Those feet go and share the gospel with other people. It's a really beautiful thing because people can hear a message that will give them the opportunity to turn to Jesus and be saved. Turn to Jesus and start a brand new life. I want to ask you today, is there somebody specifically in your life that God is calling you to put on your shoes and go? Go and share with them. Go share with them the testimony, the good stories, the God stories of what God has done in your life. To go and to make disciples and to share this good news. I want to encourage you, whoever God's putting in your heart, He will empower you and he'll give you the words. He'll fill your heart with love and compassion for them and give you what to say, what to ask, and maybe even just the ability to listen to them because you've come to know an amazing God who loves you so much and he loves them as well. Today I've been talking to you about four types of shoes and oh, the places that we'll go, right? The first type of shoe was the flea shoes, the the shoes that we put on so that we can leave the circumstances that we're in, leave the sin that we're in, leave the bondage or the captivity that we're in, and go towards what God has that's best for us. Those are our flea shoes. The second pair of shoes are your moving shoes. Those are the shoes that you put on and say in faith and obedience, God, I want to go in and and obtain the promises that you have set aside for me Help me to listen for your plan. Help me to respond and trust in you and faith in you and help me to obey. The third pair of shoes was no shoes at all. And again, that's sometimes just kicking back and allowing God to minister strength and encouragement to you. It reminds me of Psalm 23 where it says, He restores my soul. There are just these moments where we need to rest in God, take off our shoes and let Him wipe off the grime and get and refresh us for the next day. And again, the fourth pair of shoes were your go shoes. There's a great harvest of people that are ready to hear of the goodness of what God is doing in your life and my life. And we have the privilege of putting on our go shoes and going out and sharing an amazing message about a good God who loves us so much. Maybe today you're in that place where um, you'd like to make a decision uh, to know God, and, and you're ready to know Him more, and you want to know what it is to, to follow Him and to follow after Him. And if that's you today, we would absolutely love to help you on your journey. We'd love to hear from you. Um, let us know by going to victorychristian.church and click on Next Steps. And uh, we'd be honored, again, to just connect with you uh, wherever you are on your journey. If it's time to make a commitment to follow Christ, if you're ready to be baptized, or you just want to get connected with other people who are believing and following Jesus, we want to help you do that. And again, you can do that on the website, victorychristian.church. Just click on Next Steps. We would be honored to hear from you, honored to walk with you. 
want to take a moment and close in prayer today. Thank you for joining us. And I pray that today's message will be a blessing to you, whether you're in that place where you need to put on your flea shoes, your moving shoes, no shoes, or your go shoes. I know that God has got good plans for you. No eye has seen, no no ear has heard what God has for those, God has in store for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Let's pray. Father, we love you today. We thank you so much. We thank you that in each season and each place of our lives, Lord, there is a preparation and a provision that you have for us today. And whether people are fleeing, moving in, finding rest in you, or, Lord, going and sharing the gospel, I thank you that in every circumstance, Lord, you're there with us and for us, Lord God. And we just listen for you. We thank you for your empowerment and your leading. And I pray, Father, that you bless every listener today, that you'll enrich our lives, Lord Jesus, that even in the midst of most of us not going many places, oh, the places that we'll go with you. Oh, the places that you have for us to go with you. God, we thank you. We honor you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, just go to victorychristian.church. Have a great day.